Welcome to DLS Central. Damon Smith coming to you from Clarkville Studios. And we are talking about um, some football. It's going pretty good so far. We've, we've gone through uh, three weeks of NFL action and getting ready to, I guess, to uh, like after game, after week four, It'll probably officially be a quarter of the way done in terms of the season. So um, right now, I mean, the teams that are are contenders versus pretenders, I know it's still early, but we're really starting to see them take form here. I mean, again, the big story, the uh, Matthew Stafford and the, and the Rams, they just looked really good against Tampa Bay. I mean, Tampa Bay still still definitely a contender as well but the way the Rams played that game I mean they they took care of business it's not that Tom Brady had a bad game per se um cuz I mean again he had 432 yards passing 41 for 55 uh from a completion perspective he had a touchdown um but again I mean Stafford just Stafford was able to get more touchdowns he had four um, and he had 343 yards passing, 27 for 38. I mean, he just he was perfect, no interceptions. It just it was Stafford's night. Um, but again, and and for the Bucks, they lost Gronk uh, for that game because uh, he took a really tough hit, caught caught a ball in a crossing pattern, then just bam right in the rib. So and he's gone, and so and and that definitely affected how they how they played. But even before then, they were. They they were struggling, but I don't I don't attribute that to their offense as much as I attribute. I mean, well, other than their run game, because if Tom Brady is leading your team in rushing, and and had a rushing touchdown, I mean that that's a problem to me. That's a running back to me, especially a forty four year old quarterback should not be leading. <laughs> <laughs> your team in rushing stats you got all those all those tough guys uh you know that can't you got Leonard Fournette who's supposed to be a bulldozer I say this he's supposed to be he's supposed to be this bulldozer you can't let Tom Brady outstat you like what what's going on from a rushing perspective man's 44 years old he don't need to be taking off or running for nothing uh but that's what happened. Um, but again, it, to me, I don't blame Tom Brady for this. I don't blame the receiving core. Um, I, I mean, even though they probably could have made more plays, um, I blame some on the on the rushing attack. But I really blame their defense. I mean, they gave up thirty four points. And so when you when you look at at what the Rams were able to do, they they have speed and reliability at the receiver position and they were just able to punish the defensive backs and the linebacking core and really make them work and from an offensive line perspective they were able to block really well um and against an aggressive pass rush um that that Tampa Bay has they were pretty much able to do what they wanted I mean Stafford had all day to throw the ball <laughs> and it was it 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 was his night. They were playing at home in L.A. The crowd was into it, um, and so it, it was a great win for the Rams. They're they're 
they're three and zero, and and to me they're a deserved three and zero. Um, it, it they're not a three and zero. It's like how are they three and zero? Um, but it, it's clear to see that they're that they're favorites to go deep into the playoffs and potentially make it to the Super Bowl. Um, I, I think they're a contender. Bucks are are going to be there. Um, they're we we may see this matchup again in the playoffs. Um, I don't know if it'll be the same result, but if they can't play defense better than that, it will be the same result. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Uh, another I think another game that show that showcase contendership. Um, I would say the Raiders. I mean the Raiders, even though it was a dog fight um, against the Dolphins, who who I I thought was going to give them a game anyway because Dolphins are frisky. I mean, I don't think they're a good team, but to me, they're not a terrible team either. Um, they, they're they competitive, but again, the Raiders, they, they found a way to win that game. I just I just think the Raiders are going to be a problem, uh, and I think they're a definite contender um, in the, you know, in the NFL this year. And so we'll, we'll see how things go because, again, Injuries always play a factor, and you always got to worry about Derek Carr and, and his ability to stay on the field. If he can do that, then they've they've got a shot. Uh, another contender, I would say, would be the Packers because they have Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it's not that the Packers played a great game. I don't think they're like a super football team, but Aaron Rodgers is is always going to be there as a threat, and he proved that against San Francisco. They, they, to to uh, their credit, they had they had the Packers down, um, but again, you gave you give Aaron Rodgers just a, even a fraction of of a uh, of of some time, and he's going to make you pay, and that's what happened. And so, I, I the Packers they're going to win that division. Uh, the Bears, the Lions, and the Vikings. They're they're not gonna be able to um to to have the record that I think the Packers are gonna have. So I'm I'm giving that division to the Packers already. Another team that I think is a contender is the Panthers. I mean, they they took down the Texans as they should. If they and it twenty four to nine, they would have struggled against the Texans. I would have thought that that was suspect because Texans aren't a good football team. I, I still thought that the Browns Losing to the Texans, even though they did have Tyrod Taylor, um, I and, and he was doing good until he got hurt. I I still thought that was suspect. I'm like Browns, come on guys, you gotta you, you should be steamrolling over them. But it was a game until he got hurt, and then they were able to pull away. But Panthers, they're they're a good football team. They, I think they're uh, Darnold is actually um, just what they needed from uh, from the quarterback position. And I mean their defense is just is, is pretty solid. So uh Panthers are definitely contenders. Again, Bills, Bills are contenders. They took care of business against Washington, uh, blew them out. Bills are gonna be there. They're they're gonna win that division, and they're probably gonna go deep into the playoffs. I know they've got a they got a bad taste in their mouth um against how they lost last year in the playoffs, and so I think they're hungry for revenge, and also think that um, they have a, they have a shot at potentially going to the Super Bowl because, from a stability perspective, just from the sample size of games that we saw, I mean the Chiefs 
aren't necessarily stable. Browns, I mean, I don't think they're stable either. Something off about, of, I mean, they're, the Browns are winning, but I just feel like there's something off. And I I don't want to be a pessimistic Browns fan, but there's something off. But again, I, I just think the Bills are stable um, in the AFC. And so it, it's going to be really interesting to see how they go. I mean, Chiefs are still are still contenders, even though they're one and two. Um, but as it stands right now, if playoffs were to start today, they would make the playoffs. They're last in their division. Um, they really should have won that Chargers game. But they had three turnovers, like at the wrong times. <laughs> it's a terrible times. And so that that that's pretty much what killed uh, them in that game. Um, but again, and, and in the last game, like they should have beaten the Ravens. Um, but they they dropped a tough one to them, and so they they've got things to shore up from a defensive perspective, but also from a also offensive perspective. I mean, Pat Mahomes Mahomes is great, Mahomes is dangerous, Mahomes is scary, but he can also be careless uh, with the football um, because he tries things that he probably shouldn't try. I mean, he, he he's trying to make a play, but again, sometimes it's just you just got to take the sack. Uh, <laughs> or, or or just, you know, stay solid and don't, and don't try to get cute. And sometimes that's what happens with Mahomes. But, uh, again, Chiefs are going to be there. Looking for a one-stop shop for music, movies, and television? Then look no further than Music Time. Music Time is a 24-7 live TV and streaming network. They are a platform uh, that also features live music concerts as well as a, a growing movie archive. The TV network features movies, reality TV shows, hip hop, news, documentaries, and more. And so what you want to do is check them out because they're a revolutionary streaming service that really tries to reach out to the global media community. They're only going to get better. They're only going to keep growing. They're going to continue to increase content. So they've just started out. Their kickoff was the fall of this year. So join in, sign up, and be a part of one of the biggest growing platforms on the planet, Music Time. Want to sign up? Go to www.ppvmuzictyme.com. It's time for music. Speaking of my Browns, I'm glad that they won. Like, I'm happy. They're two and one. And I mean, they, I, I'm, I'm cool with their record. I, I really, they really should be three and one. Cause I mean, that Chiefs game, I mean, not three and one, three and oh, because that Chiefs game was theirs uh, to win. If they wanted it, they just couldn't, they, they couldn't, you know, hold them and, you know, they let them get back in the game. And, and then, you know, Mahomes does Mahomes things and, and Brady and, uh, Brady and, uh, Baker just couldn't, uh, couldn't bring him back even, you know, and do that pick and that just sealed it. But so Browns are two and one. I like what I'm seeing for the most part, but there are some things that are bothering me. Like that, that Bears game. Yeah. They, they, the defense gave 
like uh, the Bears fits, like their Bears offense fits pretty much all game. Um, but what I didn't like was just the fact that I just felt like the Browns should have scored more points because when you look at that first half, it wasn't like it was it, – it wasn't like – like the the Bears like didn't make it easy for the Browns on offense. Like I mean, they were leading like three to nothing in the first quarter. I mean, the Browns scored ten in the second, but it just it just felt like a slow offensive game um, for the for the Browns, and I, I really felt like they they should have scored more points, um, especially with the anemic offense that the bears had and if you're if you're the browns you've got the weapons to really do better damage i mean it's like the the bears aren't aren't a slouch on defense but at the same time i mean with the with the offense giving you so many gifts you should be able to put up more than than 26 points now we turned it up in the fourth quarter scored 13 to make it you know 26 to 6 but Again, it, it just it took a while for them to really get like pull away, and to me that's kind of been the trend the the past like because that was how they were in Houston too. It just it the game was closer than it probably should have been, and then you know they finally pull away in the fourth. But we it, it's important that they that they start faster um, than that because against better teams. They they have to have a better uh, a better attack out of the gate, um, or they're gonna they're gonna have problems. And so the game ball you definitely want to give that to uh, to like Miles Garrett and I mean the and the defense they played a awesome awesome game, and so really proud of them on that aspect. This was definitely a defensive victory. Um, and you know again Baker you know solid turned it up late. But man, I just there's something that I'm concerned about, and I know we're winning, and I'm glad we're winning. But I'm just like, we probably should have had more points than 26. I know we didn't have Jarvis Landry, but I mean, you have Odell, and we've got other guys. We got both our running backs. I just, I was concerned, <laughs> especially in that first quarter. I'm like, what's going on? It's the Bears, but um, good win for the Browns at home. I'm I'm glad they were able to win. Now Ravens Ravens it's kind of hard to know really what they what they are. I mean they they're strong enough to beat the Chiefs, but they're inept enough to struggle against the Lions. And so that's what's weird about this Ravens team. They 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 I think they have a lot of uh, of capability to to go deep into the playoffs also. And so um, it's just something where they have to, they have to keep up the pace a little better than, uh, than they really, you know, than they're, it's like they, they have to play better. I, I don't know what I wanted to say there. <laughs> I wanted to say something else, but they, they just need to play better uh, because the Lions, I mean, they're they're not winning anything. They make the games competitive, but they're not winning anything. 
Um, and so the Ravens, if you can beat the Chiefs, if you can hang with the Chiefs, you shouldn't be struggling against the Lions. That That's what's weird about that. Now, speaking of the Chiefs, Chiefs and the Chargers, both those teams are going to be competitive. That game, I mean, Chargers won it just because they, they played more disciplined football. Um, they, they let the Chiefs back in it late. Um, and, you know, if Mahomes doesn't turn the ball over, the Chiefs probably win this game. Um, so it's like the Chargers, they they came out strong. Justin Herbert played a great game, and they they deserve to win it. It's just the the Chiefs lost it. It's more like the, the Chiefs lost it more than the Chargers won it because it's rare that they have three turnovers um, and Mahomes plays as sloppy as he does and and the running backs are fumbling there's just there's a lot of things that went into why the Chargers won this game and I mean and Herbert just Herbert made the throws I mean and and when you you can say what you want the the man knows how to put the ball where it's supposed to be and that really helped them win win the game he was surprising and and you wanted that matchup you're gonna we're gonna see that more and so a lot of a lot of fun a lot of fun to watch now the vikings and the seahawks both of those teams i mean it's just ugly um i don't know what to make of the vikings i don't know what to make of the seahawks i don't think the seahawks are going to be great um because it's just it's not looking good for them right now they're playing sloppy football um and the Vikings, I mean, they're I don't I don't see them as crisp either. But is both teams I feel like are gonna be middle of the pack teams. Um now with the Cowboys, the Cowboys are interesting. Do I think they're a great team? No. But they they seem to be healthier this year than they were last year from a mental standpoint as well as physical but i just feel like like they're 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 definitely better than last year but i don't know if you if you take them outside of the NFC East if if they'll have the same success um like consistently as they would in that division because again the NFC East is pretty weak i mean and it's the cowboys division for the taking especially this year with uh with what the other division has to work with i mean to me if there is another team that's going to rise above and and have a decent record is going to be washington um but you really can't say that with confidence especially how they how they came out against buffalo but buffalo's a complete team I don't I don't believe that uh it's like Washington has has a room for improvement improvement. Buffalo is pretty solid. Now, but again, it, Cowboys are interesting to watch because I feel like they're going to make the playoffs, but I don't see them going deep just because they're the Cowboys <laughs> and just the fact that um I just feel like they're better teams. Now again, they can make it interesting, but I don't. I don't see them having major impact. Now the Titans, there again. I think I said this before. Titans are another dark horse. They took care of business against the Colts, um, but it, again, it's like they're they're gonna win ugly. They're gonna. It's gonna be tough. 
uh, for them. So that that's gonna. I think that's gonna be a. a the Titans are a contender. I, I say they're a contender. I don't know how deep they'll go. It depends on who they play. I mean, it depends on if they can keep winning, and it depends on the matchup that they get in the playoffs. Um, then I guess. Uh, yeah. So talked about. What are, oh yeah, Saints. Saints. They're definitely contenders right now. Um, we. They're, they seem like they're playing okay. I think they're they have lapses again. Is again when they played Carolina, it was pretty ugly um, for them. But we got to see if that was more of an anomaly or if it if they're just uh, if they're just an inconsistent team. They look good this week against the Patriots, but uh, again, Patriots are still going through transition. So that is that. And uh, now we're, again, we're looking ahead to week four. It's going to be some really great matchups coming up. Hi, everybody. Damon here. And I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon versus Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. On the week four in the NFL, Jaguars on Thursday night going in the Cincy to play the Bengals. And so for this one, it could actually go either way. But I'm going Bengals on this one just because I think uh, Joe Burrow is is a competent quarterback. Um, didn't necessarily have – I mean, you know, he's been struggling at times, but I think he, I think he's okay. He's going to be okay. Trevor, and I feel like Trevor Lawrence is going to be okay too because he's not afraid to throw the ball. He's just – again, he's just – he's new to the NFL. They didn't have anybody – like it's not like he had time to really jump out there and – well, to to really kind of like hang back and learn, but he he's got to be out there right away and and make something happen. And so, and it's not like the Jags are good, <laughs> so uh, he he's got a tall order. Um, so I I I think everybody needs to calm down on on Trevor Lawrence. Um, but I'm I'm going Cincinnati. This is a game that they should win on Thursday night. Um, on to Sunday. We got the Washington football team going up against the Atlanta Falcons. Um, now, both teams are one and two, but I'm going Falcons on this one. I feel like this is a game. I feel like this is a game they can win and they should win. Uh, they can take Washington. I, I, it's not that Atlanta's terrible. I, I mean, I think that they're 
they're a mile from being good, but they're not terrible. Like they're competitive. Um, they'll they'll fight. They'll stay in games. And and considering how they've played the past uh, couple of games, I think they can take. I think they can take out Washington. It, it probably might be close because Washington, I think, defensively is okay. Um, but I, I'm looking at Falcons to win this one, especially since they're at home. Um, Texans versus the Bills. Bills all the way. If the Bills even struggle against the Texans, I'm going to be concerned because this this is a layup for for Buffalo. I was again, I was surprised that Cleveland had so many uh, like it took them a while to kind of shake off the Texans. Um, But I think the Bills should be able to come out, dominate right from the jump and make their presence felt. So if, if again if if Buffalo struggles for any reason, I'm really going to be concerned. Now, Lions and the Bears. This actually is. I want to say this is this should be a competitive game. I mean, it always is. When the Bears and the Lions play, it's always a back and forth, smash mouth kind of game you know the teams they they always play each other hard the bears have have been coming out on the winning end of these of these matchups lately um but the lines are frisky like this isn't going to be i don't i don't see this being a blowout especially considering what's been happening with the bears i do think that justin fields will have a better a better game uh if they put him back out there i would i would give justin fields another shot just considering the fact that, I mean, you're going against one of the best. You They played against one of the best defenses in the league in the in, in Cleveland Browns. I mean, you know, you're talking about a, a hellacious defensive line and pretty competent defensive backs and linebackers. So it just, they weren't going to have a good day at the office. And it's not like they have a running game um, that anybody's scared of. And so I I didn't expect them to fare well against the Browns. Now, on the Lions, they have opportunity. The Lions, I mean, they're they're frisky, but it's not like they're actually actually stellar on either side of the ball. So, if you give Justin Fields another shot, he may be able to do some things against the Lions that he wasn't able to do against the Browns. That's all I'm saying. And I think the Bears may have a better opportunity, um, especially with Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith. Um, they, they may be able to get to Jared Goff. So I'm going Bears, plus it's in Chicago. And so usually uh, <laughs> usually there's a little home cooking uh, on the Chicago end when, when the when the Lions come to town. I'm still mad about that, uh, that uh, how they cheated Calvin Johnson out of that touchdown way back when. Because we all know that was a catch, and they cheated, and and that was definitely home cooking. But I digress. <laughs> Panthers going to Dallas to play the Cowboys. I'm actually going Panthers on this one. And I say Panthers because Panthers have looked great. They're 3-0, um, and defensively they're pretty stout. Darnold can move the ball. Um, they're they're surprisingly good. And, you know, I, I think the the only bummer is that they don't have McCaffrey. But I also think that, again, the Panthers, they'll be okay. Cowboys, I need to see them put, put the game that they uh, – I need to see them play like they played 
on um, on Monday night against Philadelphia. They've got to prove that they can actually make this a consistent thing. Yeah, they beat the Eagles. Eagles aren't good, though. But now they're playing a good team in, in Carolina. So I want to see it. I know that um, that they're going to be home, and so the Cowboy faithful are going to be cheering. I just uh, – the Panthers look good. So I, I need the Cowboys – um, to to prove it, this is this is what Tyler Breeze uh, <laughs> from the WWE would call a prove it, a prove yourself game. Uh, so yeah, we're, the Cowboys need to prove it. Colts going to Miami to play the Dolphins. Go Miami on this one. I like the Dolphins. Dolphins are tough. Um, they're they've been in all these games, and I mean, and they're they're a frisky team. You, it's rare that you're gonna blow out the Dolphins, um, but especially with the troubles that the Colts have been having from a injury standpoint. I'm going Miami on, on this one. Um, I would be surprised if the Colts win, um, but I, I'm looking at the Dolphins. Browns versus Vikings in Minnesota. You know, my heart wants to take Cleveland. I actually wrote down Cleveland on a piece of paper, but I'm going to go Minnesota. I just... If something doesn't I don't like betting against Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, it's like they're, they're the type of team where I feel like if they flip a switch, like they can give anybody a game. Um and considering the the games that they've played, they've been pretty aggressive. They've been pretty in all these games, uh, even though they come out on a losing end. I just the way the Browns are playing offensively, I, I feel like we need to put up more points to beat the Vikings, and that that's kind of what I'm concerned about. Uh, I, I feel like the the Vikings can can find ways to move on our defense, even though we have an awesome pass rush. I just sometimes feel right about it, so I'm I'm gonna go Vikings. So it, Vikings are a weird team, but. I just have a hunch. Love love my Browns. I hope they prove me wrong and go three and one. But I just I yeah, something about this matchup feels weird. Giants playing the Saints. I'm going Saints all the way. If the Giants win this game, the Saints are are pretenders. I'm, I'm saying that now. If the Giants win this game, especially at Mercedes Benz Stadium on the road against uh, New Orleans. I'm saying that the Saints are pretenders um, because Jameis, you know, game one, he had a great game. Awesome. Everybody's like, oh, wow, could, things could be different. Jameis is, is Jameis now. He, he's playing like famous Jameis. Uh, but then against Carolina, he just got slapped right back down to earth, and then he, he bounced back and played better. Um, in the third game, it just if they struggle against the Giants at all, I think that the New Orleans fans should be concerned. And to me, I would feel like that would label them as pretenders because the NFC's got some tough got some tough teams uh in you know in that division. So that's what I'm looking for uh in regards to that matchup. Titans playing the Jets. It's gonna be an ugly game. Um, just like Giants and Saints. Um, but I expect the Titans to roll over the Jets. The Jets are by far the worst team in the league. They have nothing going for them. Um, and 
I, I don't think the Titans should struggle at all against the Jets. Um, I expect Derrick Henry to have a pretty good game, and uh, Julio should be able to to do some great things. And it, it I, I look at this as a a take care of business game for Tennessee. Chiefs at Eagles. Chiefs are going to win this game, but it could be a little frisky, it, at least maybe early. I mean, the Eagles, they're not a good football team, but they're competitive and they can do some things. And so um, it's going to be interesting to see how this starts off. I think if if Mahomes is poised and doesn't make a lot of mistakes, it's going to be a long day at the office for Philadelphia. But if he makes some mistakes, just like he did the past couple games, I can see the Eagles hanging around in in this game because, again, the Chiefs defense has much to be desired. So um, that's kind of like they're the balancing act with the Chiefs. They've got great offense, um, mediocre defense. So except for they they have mediocre defense again, except when they actually want to play and and when it when a victory matters to them, like. When they played the Browns, when it came down to crunch time, they were able to get some stops and, and play aggressive and physical. Uh, I don't know what happened against uh, Baltimore and and against the Chargers, but it just seems like they have to like they have to be motivated to play defense. And you you can't win in the NFL like that. Eventually, it, it's going to mess you up. So, but again, I'm, I'm going Chiefs on that one. Cardinals against the Rams, the battle of the three and O teams. Both teams are great. Um, well, one team is great. One team is 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 pretty good. Um, but I'm going Rams. I think this is a game where Stafford, you know, just needs to continue to to prove why he's the like he's the biggest difference maker on this Rams squad, um, and he he's proven it thus far. But I think this will be another statement game, especially against a Cardinals team that more likely they have a chance of seeing again uh, later in the season. Um, so, and if you're the Cardinals, I mean, you this is a game where Kyler Murray uh, gets to gets to show his stuff too. This this is going to be a prime time, like what well, prime time, but it's going to be a marquee matchup, and so it's, it's going to be great, going to be fun. And I think a lot of eyes are going to be on this one. Um, Seahawks against the 49ers. This is, I like this game. I like whenever the Seahawks and the 49ers play, it's, it's, it's pretty good. Um, I think that the, the Seahawks will probably win this game. Like they're, they're going to edge out the Niners. I don't think it's going to be a blowout, um, especially with the way the Niners play defense. Um, but I think it's going to be a a close game that Seattle's going to eke out on the road. Plus, they're in need of a win to stay relevant. So, if they drop another one, I think that um, they're like things might be in jeopardy from a from a staffing perspective in Seattle. So, that's my take on that. Um, Ravens against the Broncos. This game is actually going to be pretty fun to watch too, because both teams are are um, are pretty good. It's, it's a good AOC battle. Um, I'm giving the edge to uh, who did I say was going to win this? Given the edge, I actually didn't pick this one. 
<laughs> well, I'm picking it now. I'm giving the edge to Baltimore just because they have Lamar. Um, but the Broncos, they're they're a stout team. They're aggressive. And, again, I think this is going to be a, a close game. It might be 27-24 or something like that, somewhere around there. It, and they're in Denver. And so Denver is just a – you know, that that's a tough place to play. So, uh, but I think the Ravens will, will find a way to to win this game. Steelers at Packers. I'm going pack on this one, uh, just because I, I think Aaron Rodgers is 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 pretty solid. Steelers have a lot of problems, um, especially uh, on offense, um, and it's like they they they're struggling right now. Ben's been really inaccurate. Um, I mean, and again, he probably should have retired a couple years ago, but he he still feels like he can go, so they're they're still willing to pay him. But I don't think I think the reason why they're they're keeping him there is because they really don't have any anywhere else like any other options other than sticking it out with Ben uh, because you just because of his reputation, he's got these two Super Bowls. They know what he can do when he's on, and so you. They're they're just waiting for him to have one of those games where we can say, okay, Ben Ben uh got back into into a groove. Um, but the tough part is that that day may never come again. And so, if you're the Steeler brass, this has got to be his last year. Like we're not giving you another. I think he signed for a one year contract. We're not we're not giving you another contract. This is this is it. We're not resigning you. Um, and if you decide to retire, hey, we'll we'll have a great ceremony for you, and, and we'll celebrate you. Um, you know, whenever you do decide to retire, retire. But we can't have you on our team anymore. It's just your time. You know, like it just you you can't help us win anymore. We've got to be able to move on. So that that's how I would feel about that. They they can't resign Ben after this year. Bucks at the Patriots, the matchup that everybody's talking about. This is primarily why it needs to be on Sunday Night Football because there's so much storyline, so much narrative, so many things you can talk about. What better way? What better game to put on Sunday Night Football on NBC? Y'all know I was gonna do it, but. <laughs> But this is going to be a great game. I'm picking the Bucks to win because they're the better football team. If the Patriots find a way to win this game, the Bucks are pretenders. Um, they're yes, they're the Super Bowl champions, but I, I look like they're having a Super Bowl hangover as champions if they lose this game to the Patriots. And the only way the Patriots are going to win this game is if the Bucks defense just totally falls asleep, falls apart, um, because. Offensively, they're going to put up points. Tom Brady's got weapons, and he's Brady. Um, I think the only thing that could get in the Bucks' way is their running game. I don't, I don't think their running game is is necessarily stellar, um, and so Brady has to has to kind of do all these, uh, you know, like inside passes and screen passes and things of that nature because Fournette just he he's not that dude. Um, you know, he can get you a couple yards, but He's not a dominant running back, and so that that's something that they may need to address in the off season or uh, maybe mid season if they can get a you know a uh, another uh, like a free agent or something like that that can 
do a little bit more for them. But I'm going bucks on this one. Um, but it, it's going to be a, a, a great proving ground for uh, the young QB Mac uh, to see if he can to, to see if he can um, you know go to class and maybe pick up something from Tom Brady, old lion versus young lion, Brady versus Belichick, new team versus former team. It's going to be a lot to, a lot of fun to watch. And finally. Monday Night Football. <laughs> right, I know all the theme songs. Uh, so Raiders Chargers, this is going to be a great game. This is an awesome Monday Night game. I think people might... Uh, remember this one as one of the best Monday night games of the season uh, because both offenses are high-powered. We saw what, what uh, Justin Herbert did to the Chiefs this past Sunday. The Raiders play the same way. It's just it's bombs away. You're, I think we're going to see who can throw the biggest bombs in this game. I mean, Carr's going to try and, and, and uh, air it out. The Chargers, they air it out. It, it's, I, don't, I don't see there being any defense being played. But I think if defense is being played, it's going to come from the Raiders' side. And that's why I give them an edge um, because the Chargers aren't as defensively um, stout as – well, like defensively aggressive, rather, as the Raiders are. Gruden Gruden knows that that's going to be an important part of the game plan. And I think that's where the Raiders have the edge. But offensively, I I feel like they're evenly matched. So – that's definitely going to be a fun one to watch. As T.O. would say, get your popcorn ready for Raiders versus Chargers. So, and that's week four. It's a pretty good slate of games. I, it it starts out kind of ugly. <laughs> but as the day wears on, that, that, that second slate of games, I mean, they're just pick, pick your poison. Uh, you've got plenty of good matchups to choose from. So that's going to be awesome awesome to to look at and watch and and see if if the picks are right now nba preseason starting up in three days so sunday october 3rd we got the nets playing the lakers at staples we get the we get our first glance at the new look lakers and um the 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 offense well the the stacked team of the Brooklyn Nets um, now more than likely um, I wonder we we may see Kyrie but probably not especially with the uh, with the COVID protocols going on um, but you'll definitely see KD um, and and James Harden and, and and all those other guys so it that's gonna be pretty cool to watch and it's it's preseason so they're not gonna be playing hard but. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's going to be a, a, a cool, you know, cool matchup, you know, nonetheless. Why not start the the, the NBA season um, official, like with the with the two best teams in the league? Well, two, the, the two most star-studded teams. I don't know if they're the best team in the league. I, I, Brooklyn's probably the best team. On paper, they're, they're the best. But from a star-studded perspective, it's not going to get better than Brooklyn versus L.A., and I, I think that that has the potential to be that way for a long time. So that's basketball. 
looking forward to the season. I, th- I think it competition is going to be spread out pretty good, pretty even. Um, you're definitely going to, you know, to have the juggernauts, uh, you know, like call, have, causing teams to really play their A game every night. But for the most part, I feel like there's there's a little bit more talent spread out across the NBA, uh, which will make the games more competitive. So um, it'll be fun to see what the Chicago Bulls look like because uh, they've got they've they've got some horses now. So gonna be fun to watch. Extreme Rules wrestling was great. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge wrestling fan, and so that that was awesome. I thought they had some really good matches, um, but we'll talk about that maybe another time. And so, time to roll. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Like, share, subscribe. Peace out. Take care. God bless. Hey, everybody. Damon here. I've written many books. And one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones. Teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way.